0: Chapter Three of Egyptian Papyri First Series. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Timothy Ferguson. Egyptian Tales First Series by Sir W. M. Flinders Petrie. Chapter Three. Going to Wawat. Twelfth Dynasty. The Shipwrecked Sailor. The wise servant said, Let thy heart be satisfied, O Lord, for that we have come back to the country after we have long been on board and rowed much the prow has at last touched land all the people rejoice and embrace us one after another moreover we have come back in good health and not a man is lacking although we have been to the ends of wawat and gone through the land of Senmut, we have returned in peace and our land behold we have come back to it hear me my lord i have no other refuge wash thee and turn the water over thy ringers Then go and tell the tale to the majesty. His lord replied, Thy heart continues still its wandering words, But although the mouth of a man may save him, His words may also cover his face with confusion. Wilt thou do as thy heart moves thee? This thou wilt say, tell quietly. The sailor then answered, Now I shall tell that which has happened to me, To my very self. I was going to the mines of Pharaoh, and i went down on the sea on a ship of a hundred and fifty cubits long and forty cubits wide with a hundred and fifty sailors of the best of egypt who had seen heaven and earth and whose hearts were stronger than lions they had said the wind would not be contrary or that there would be none but as we approached the land the wind arose and threw up waves eight cubits high as for me i seized a piece of wood but those who were in the vessel perished without one remaining a wave threw me on an island after that i had been three days alone without a companion beside my own heart i laid me in a thicket and the shadow covered me then i stretched my limbs to try and find something for my mouth i found there figs and grapes all manner of good herbs berries and grain melons of all kinds fishes and birds nothing was lacking and i satisfied myself and left on the ground that which was over of what my arms had been filled wherewithal i dug a pit i lighted a fire and i made a burnt offering unto the gods suddenly i heard a noises of thunder which i thought to be that of a wave of the sea the tree shook and the earth was moved i uncovered my face and i saw that a serpent drew near he was thirty cubits long and his beard greater than two cubits his body was overlaid with gold and his colour was that of the true lazuli he coiled himself before me then the serpent opened his mouth while i lay on my face before him and he said to me what has brought thee what has brought thee little one what has brought thee if thou sayest not speedily what has brought thee to this isle i will make thee know thyself as a flame thou shalt vanish if thou tellest me not something i have not heard or which i knew not before thee then he took me in his mouth and carried me to his resting-place and he laid me down without any hurt i was whole and sound and nothing was gone from me then he opened his mouth against me while i lay on my face before him and he said what has brought thee what has brought thee little one what has brought thee to this isle which is in the sea and of which the shores are in the midst of the waves then i replied to him and holding my arms low before him i said to him i was embarked for the mines by the order of the majesty in a ship a hundred and fifty cubits was its length and the width of it forty cubits it had a hundred and fifty sailors of the best of egypt who had seen heaven and earth and the hearts of whom were stronger than lions they said that the wind would not be contrary or." that there would be none each of them exceeded his companion in the prudence of his heart and the strength of his arm and i was not beneath any of them a storm came upon us while we were on the sea hardly could we reach the shore when the wind waxed yet greater and the waves rose even eight cubits as for me i seized a piece of wood while those who were in the boat perished without one being left with me for three days behold me now before thee for i was brought to this isle by a wave of the sea then he said to me fear not fear not little one and make not thy face sad if thou hast come to me it is god who has let thee live for it is he who has brought thee to this isle of the blessed, where nothing is lacking and which is filled with all good after another until thou shalt be four months in this isle then a ship shall come from thy land with sailors and thou shalt leave with them and go to thy country and thou shalt die in thy town converse is pleasing and he who tastes of it passes over his misery i will therefore tell thee of that which is in this isle i am here with my brethren and my children around me we are seventy-five serpents children and kindred without naming a young girl who was brought unto me by chance AND ON WHOM THE fires OF HEAVEN FELL, AND BURNT HER TO ASHES. AS FOR THEE, IF THOU ART STRONG, AND IF THY HEART WAITS PATIENTLY, THOU SHALT PRESS THY INFANTS TO THY BOSOM, AND EMBRACE THY WIFE. THOU SHALT RETURN TO THY HOUSE, WHICH IS FULL OF ALL GOOD THINGS. THOU SHALT SEE THY LAND, WHERE THOU SHALT DWELL IN THE MIDST OF THY KINDRED. THEN I BOWED IN MY obeisance AND I TOUCHED THE GROUND BEFORE HIM. Behold that which I have told thee before, I shall tell of thy presence unto Pharaoh. I shall make him to know of thy greatness, and I will bring to thee of the sacred oils and perfumes, and of incense of the temples, with which all gods are honoured. I shall tell moreover of that which I do now see thanks to him, and there shall be rendered to thee praises before the fullness of all the land. I shall slay asses for thee in sacrifice. I shall pluck for thee the birds and i shall bring for thee ships full of all kinds of the treasures of egypt as is comely to do unto a god a friend of men in a far country of which men know not then he smiled at my speech because of that which was in his heart for he said to me thou art not rich in perfumes for all that thou hast is but common incense as for me I am prince of the land of Punt, and I have perfumes. Only the oil which thou sayest thou wouldest bring is not common in this isle. But when thou shalt depart from this place, thou shalt never more see this isle. It shall be changed into waves. And behold, when the ship drew near, according to all that he had told me before, I got me up into an high tree to strive to see those who were within it then i came and told him this matter but it was already known unto him before and he said to me farewell farewell go to thy house little one see again thy children and let thy name be good in thy town these are my wishes for thee the farewell then i bowed myself before him and held my arms low before him and he HE GAVE ME GIFTS OF PRECIOUS PERFUMES, OF CASSIA, OF SWEET WOODS, OF col, OF cypress, AN ABUNDANCE OF INCENSE, OF IVORY TUSKS, OF BABOONS, OF APES, AND ALL KIND OF PRECIOUS THINGS. I EMBARKED ALL IN THE SHIP WHICH WAS COME, AND, BOWING MYSELF, I PRAYED GOD FOR HIM. THEN HE SAID TO ME, BEHOLD, THOU SHALT COME TO THY COUNTRY IN TWO MONTHS. Thou shalt press to thy bosom thy children, and thou shalt rest in thy tomb. After this I went down to the shore unto the ship, and I called to the sailors who were there. Then on the shore I rendered adoration to the master of this isle, and to those who dwelt therein. When we shall come in our return to the house of the pharaoh in the second month, according to all the serpent has said, we shall approach unto the palace, and I shall go in before the pharaoh. I shall bring the gifts which I have bought from this isle into the country. Then he shall thank me before the fullness of all the land. Grant then unto me a follower, and lead me to the courtiers of the king. Cast thy eye upon me. After that I am come to the land again. After that I have both seen and proved this. Hear my prayer, for it is good to listen to the people. It was said unto me, Become a wise man, and thou shalt come to honour and behold I have become such This is finished from its beginning unto its end, even as it was found in a writing. It is written by the scribe of cunning fingers Ameni Amen A ah. May he live in life, wealth, and health remarks This tale is known only in one copy, preserved in the Hermitage Collection in St. Petersburg. The papyrus has not been published, either in facsimile or transcription, but two translations of it have appeared by M. Golanschief. From the earlier, a modified translation is given by Maspero in the Contes Populares second edition, pages 133 to 146, and the later translation is in M. Golanschief's excellent Inventaire de la collection Egyptian, Hermitage Imperial pages 177 to 182 the tale is that of a returned sailor speaking to his superior and telling his adventures to induce him to send him on an introduction to the king at first his master professes to disbelieve him and then the sailor protests that this happened to himself and gives his narrative the idea of an enchanted island which has risen from the waves and will sink again is here found to be one of the oldest plots for a tale of marvels. But the construction is far more advanced than that of the tales of the magicians. The family of serpents and the manner of the great serpent is well conceived, and there are many fine touches of literary quality, such as the noise of thunder, the trees shaking, and the earth being moved at the appearance of the great serpent. The speeches of the serpent and his threat, the sailors who had seen heaven and earth, the contempt of the serpent for his offerings as to me i am prince of the land of punt and i have perfumes and the scene of departure all of these points show a firm hand and practised taste although there is still a style of simplicity clinging to it which agrees well with its date in the twelfth dynasty the great serpent is not of a type usual in egyptian designs the human-headed Uraeus is seldom bearded. And the best example of such a monster is on an Ethiopian temple, where a great Uraeus has human arms and a lion's head. The colours again repeat that favourite combination expressive of splendour, gold and lazuli. Though lazuli is very rare in early times, yet it certainly was known in the twelfth dynasty, as shown by the forms of some beads of lazuli. The slaughter of asses in sacrifice is a very peculiar offering and no sign of this is found in any representations or groups of offerings the colophon of the copyist at the end shows by the style of the name that it belongs to the earlier part of the twelfth dynasty and if so the composition might be referred to the opening of foreign trade under sankara or amenemhat i chapter three Recording by Timothy Ferguson, Gold Coast, Australia.